Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. That was excellent. I like the, what you can't see on here is the way that you put your finger up and like, like you like buzz, you properly buzzed it then. I tried to go all out for it. You did. Uh, you might have noticed that we are one down again this week, unfortunately. We are. Uh, Callum has, has had to work and has a, a shed full of uh, house viewings, I believe. He does indeed. Is that the right term? A shed full of house viewings? As long as he's not living in a shed, I think it's fine. Is it a house full of shed viewings? <laughs> Either way, he's viewing sheds and houses. He is, which means I'm back on sound control. Right. So if there's random buttons pressed that we don't know what they mean, it just means you've pressed the wrong button. Is that right? It does indeed. Yes. So that's like a that's like a warning. Yeah. But I've, I've, I'm full of confidence. You were last time. In 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 true uh, Toy Story <laughs> fashion. Yeah. If if you ask me, am I ready? Or can I do it? Then yes, yes I, I Canada. Canada. <laughs> well done, Duke Kaboom. <laughs> The greatest character ever. That and Mr. Pricklepants. <laughs> trying to stay in character. Fantastic. Uh, right. Uh, so, uh, any news this week? What have we been up to this week? Uh, you had a big golf comp on Sunday, didn't you? I did indeed, yes. Have you found the scores from that yet? Have you, did you finish top ten? Uh, do you know what? They've not posted them yet, so I, I wouldn't know. But right, So we'll just say no. We can do, yeah. Okay, but it wasn't a bad effort, though, was it? No, I, I, did, it, I did pretty well. It was 70, off... 75, 75, was it? It was my first ever 36 old comp. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. You hit 75, 75. That's gross, by the way. That's not not, not like 99 <laughs> minus 24 or something. No. Just, just off gross, wasn't it? Yeah, that is off gross, okay, yeah. excellent. Well, I, I mean, Callum went to Wimbledon, as you know. You did? How was Yesterday? it? Um, well, it was okay. I mean,. They used to have this mad, uh, magic Monday, this Mad Monday thing, mm. like where everybody used to play, and they've got rid of that because they had the middle Sunday this year. Mm. So we were on court one. Now, centre court yesterday, if we'd have had centre court tickets, yeah. we'd have saw Nick Kyrgios, okay. Simona Halep, okay. and Rafael Nadal. What a, what a court to be on. Yeah, as it was, we were on court uh, one and saw Elena Rybakina, Okay. Taylor Fritz. Okay. And Harmony Tan. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's a little less impressive, isn't it? 125 quid each for that. Any chance for a refund? I don't know, but from last week, my DIY Glastonbury was miles better value. <laughs> Could you not DIY Wimbledon? <laughs> Can you not sit on the no. hill? I'm and we, better. No, and we got told off off the path police. Why because because they said you had to be on the grass and our feet were half on the grass and half on the path and they come along and moved us. So this guy said you need to be you need to be all on the path or you need to keep moving. So I just bounced, started bouncing up and down from foot to foot and he went, I bet I can move you quicker. <laughs> and then we walked down the path and they said, one side, walk on one side. We went, we are on one side. <laughs> so we get in trouble again. You are. You always seem to get in trouble wherever you go. No, honestly, they're like Nazis at Wimbledon. Wimbledon Nazis. <laughs> right. They have, they have armbands that say honorary steward, right? It should say, it should, honorary SS. It should, they should have SWAT stickers on, not honorary steward on. It's ridiculous. You're a tennis tournament. You're a club mate. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable it is. Amazing. 
This, Stupid. This could be the best intro I've ever heard. Well, I just I'm annoyed to be honest. I don't blame you. I'm annoyed because of the Wimbledon Nazis. Right. Oh dear. Should we uh should we lighten up your mood? Should we move on to a bit of rugby league? Listen, after some of the stuff this week, that isn't gonna lighten up my mood. Okay. Yes, I think we should. Okay. Much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Indeed. Right. Um, Again, because of my uh, Nazi rant at the beginning. Yeah. uh, What have we got on tonight? We've got got a review. What else have we got? Uh, So we have our Super League review. Yep. Followed by my stats. Yes. We've got bits of news and some talking points. Yep. NRL. Yep. Predictions with Bry from Six Again. Yep. And then we are out of here. Good. Uh, and we've got some good. We've got some good little talking points later as well. I think as well. I think so. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm quite angry now actually. But right, I'm going to stay angry for the whole pod. This is <laughs> yes. the angry pod. Angry Andy, I it love is. it. Right, well, you don't normally, but go on. We did a red corner this week. <laughs> Full pods of red corner. <laughs> right, okay, where do you want to start then? Let's start with... Let's start with Friday night. Let's go Castleford and Huddersfield. Castleford 26, Huddersfield 18. Mm. Somewhat of a surprise. Uh, I just feel I had a really good run. Obviously, all good runs have to come to an end at some point. Mm. I'm not sure I expected it to be at this game, though. No, I wasn't. I've I've said all along, Anta, that that top four seems very hard to break down, very hard to go against in in predictions and and going for the opposition team. But Castleford put on a cracking performance, or at least at least one man did in. In the uh, the Truman Show with with Jake Truman, good film that you know, it's a brilliant film. I like that film. Yeah, I do. Got lots of questions about it, but I've got... <laughs> but I do like it. I think it's really, I do think it's good. What kind of questions have you got on the Truman Show? Well, have you seen it when it, when they show it from space and it's like this massive thing that's like bigger than China? I'm like, how does nobody know? Like, how do they, how does he know? How do they not know? Do you know what? It's a very good I know point. they explain it all and everything like that, but anyway, it is a good film. It but, is. And this was a good performance. It was. But also, I think we mentioned it last week or the week before as well. Um, I think it's not just Truman, it's Richardson and Truman. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm, and I've said before, I'm, I'm pleased for Danny Richardson. I think there's a mixture of perhaps him believing his own hype when he was at St. Helens, and then perhaps thinking that, well, I'll come to Castleford and prove everybody how good I am, and then didn't really work hard enough, perhaps. Um, but And then he wasn't he wasn't wanted at Cass. And he wasn't wanted at Saints. Mm. And he's now turned that around, I think, to, to actually have worked really hard. And I think he's I think he's done really well. But then I think as a as a half back combination, they've moved uh they've moved everybody around uh, they've they've really uh, really come good, I think, in that in, in their uh, how you know how they're moving the rest of the team around around the field. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Richardson has he been back what two maybe three weeks now mm. and you can see that 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 Castleford form is really starting to show again yeah it's it's coming through in waves and you can see their attack starting to pick up and flow a lot better well they're up to fifth now which is really surprising because they were they were relegation fodder at the start of the season with a couple of other teams and they've dragged themselves out of it mm. i mean fifth though probably wouldn't have guessed that at the start or even a few weeks ago really would you we do say don't we we've said regularly that between third and tenth or eleventh is up for grabs really any mm. of those positions but um but fifth really surprises me yeah did you happen to catch castleford's first try of the game um no well sorry yes i did catch it um one of the cast players tried to catch it as well <laughs> but knocked on he did and then and then they ran out and, and like i'm thinking right well, it's obviously a knock on because uh, he, he he played it for the like at the mark of the play the ball and then did knocked it forward picked it up and thought oh we'll just score and the referee thought we'll uh Oh, that's all right. We'll just we'll just give that. Yeah, probably should have gone to the video ref on that one. It just always seemed to be, and and I don't like this. I don't like this this culture of slagging referees off because it's a difficult job and it's like, but there always does seem to be a an issue sometimes during the game with any any game that um, uh, Jack uh, Jack Smith referees. Yeah, he's I'm he's not got picking on him. In, you know, in, in individually as a person, I'm just saying. It just seems to be his games. Maybe it's just I notice his tattoo around his arm when there's something <laughs> happens. I don't know, but Couldn't oh, be. it's him again. It that one be. with a tattoo again. Yeah. <laughs> well, a couple of late tries though. I thought made the game look close as well because Castleford well in control, and all of a sudden it's twenty six eighteen and makes it look a lot closer than it was. But Castleford really ramped it up, and others feel weren't in the game. No, they weren't, and they had a chance because they scored right on half time. And and what a finish from from McGilvery! Yeah, it did well. Didn't Fantastic yeah. put down. We see them every week, don't we? Now we do, but that wasn't so much as a diving in one. It was more of a he really just managed to keep his body in yeah, the, in well. the field of play. Really, really well done. And for a big guy as well, you don't expect him to sort of be able to move in that kind of yeah. way. You expect him to more power over, don't you? Yeah. And, I don't think there's anything for Huddersfield to worry about. I just think it was a, a bad day at the office and they didn't really... Uh, the game was out of sight before they started to play, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay, where next? Well, you mentioned Castleford have taken fifth spot. Mm. Well, the team they took that from was Hull FC, who had a terrible week. And that was Hull FC 16, Leeds Rhinos 62. Oh dear. I mean... For a start, the way the Leeds have played, if you're allowing them to put 62 past you, that's bad in itself. Yeah. Right. I still think that Leeds will end up in the playoffs. I've said this to you. And I think they're only three points off it now. And I think with the amount of games that are left and uh, the work that Rowan Smith's doing uh, and the players they've got, I do think that they'll end up in the playoffs. Um, but first of all, I think the star performers, obviously Ash Hanley, five tries. You don't see that very often. No, you don't. Um, some good finishes as well, but five tries. And also, like, I mean, and I think you underestimate sometimes, or people underestimate how fast Ash Hanley is. Yeah, he's because got... 
He was uh, uh, who was it? He was a chase Macintosh, Darnell Macintosh. Yes, it was an interception. Which, let's be honest, was an absolutely appalling pass from Aiden Caesar. Mm. It wasn't even plucked out. He just sort of like looped it to him, and he was already on the run as he caught it. Yeah, um, and he got close. He did. He I got mean, to turn around and got close, and I'm thinking because he's no slouch. I'm thinking I think people actually forget how quick Ash Hanley is, and that one made me made me think about it. I thought uh, I thought Cruz Leeming was uh, excellent for Leeds again. Yeah, I, still goes still puzzles me how Cruz Leeming was playing for the um, Combined Nations. Yeah, I don't get rather that than one. being involved in the England setup. I don't get that one either. Really don't. That. He's uh, he's probably been one of the best nines in the competition this year. Well, he's he's the form nine alongside. I mean, I think I think James Roby is still a class above anybody else. He's seen challenges off, and mm. McShane. You know, you can talk about McShane. The the big three, the other big three, I suppose. You could talk about McShane, Houghton, Clark, in in their own rights. Um, at different stages of the, their career. Um, they've had some ups and downs, I think, out of those three. McShane is probably the leader of those three, I would think, at the minute. Mm. Um, but Lehman, I think, is, is there with them, if not above them. I think he's been excellent. <coughs> yeah, uh, I think you've pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I think Cruz Lehman is, like you say, in the probably the in-form player, and I think he's been there all season. Mm. And I think if if he wasn't in Sean Wayne's plans for England for this Combine Nations, he seriously needs to have a look at him now because Cruz Lehman is sticking his hand up for this World Cup and saying, pick me, pick me. I think he'd stick two hands up if Leeds were playing well, yeah. week in, week out. Yeah, I do. Because I think he's been a, a, good, a really consistently good performer in a shocking team this season. Yeah. So, Hull... Hull FC, though. I mean, at 50 minutes, it was 22-16. Yeah. They were down by, they were down by one score. Mm. And then, then they've then conceded seven tries in the last half an hour. After 54, 58, 61, 64, 69, 74, and 78 minutes. Now, most of that, if you add up the times... And the times that the goal kicks take, and the time the kickoff, it's going off in pretty much every one or two sets there. Yeah, that's a very good point. Actually, I didn't consider that when you take into those time equations. You want to get, you know, if you score after in a not in a regular game, you score after fifty-eight, your next set would be probably taking sixty-one. Yeah, and then your next set is sixty-four. Because I've actually wrote down, I wrote 40 points in 26 minutes. Mm. But but I think there you've got one set, one set, one set, two sets, two sets, two sets most. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And they're in massive free fall. I, what, I, what I don't understand with that is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at two players for Hull FC. Uh, one... Is the marquee player that's that's now gone that hasn't worked in Reynolds? Yeah, uh, and two is the best player, and you've lost the bet. They've lost the best player, and in freefall. 
than Connor. Yeah. They just don't look anywhere close to a win these last few weeks. And I don't even think it's any easier this week with with Hulk IR at Magic. We'll come on to that in a little bit, obviously, but they, it doesn't look good for them. And the thing is, is, is it's almost expected of Hull these days to have a great start to a season yeah. and then just go, oh, well, we've done well now, yeah. and then just crash out. And then sort of like internally combust somewhere, yeah. yeah. Now, whether that's... Can, can you really say it's 100% their fault this season with the, the injuries they've had and stuff like that? I mean, you know, you could look at it and say, well, the halfback haven't worked well enough, the everything like that, and can you really revolve your team around one man in Jake Connor? Mm. <laughs> Everyone has to pull the weight, I suppose. You can't just rely on him. But, everyone has star players, but then again, everyone loses star players. Mm. You can't start losing, you know, you can't start losing sort of like eight matches on the trot or something stupid when you've lost one player, you know? No, you, you, it's not fair. You can't say Jake's gone, season's over. No. See, you, see you in 2023, lads. No. Other people need to step up. Yeah. Are you Luke Gale? Yeah. So, there you go. Right, where next? Let's head to the south of France. And I've got a pick of two here, haven't I? You have actually, yeah. But we'll go with we'll go with Toulouse to start with, who picked up a very nice win. Did. Toulouse twenty eight, Hulkar six. Yeah, and we've mentioned for the last couple of weeks that July is really key for Toulouse about having more, having getting these points now in in, in July, haven't we? Yes, we have, and they look. Stronger and stronger each week at home. Mm. They've they just look really classy at home. Corey Norman seems to have fit in like a like a glove, really. Yeah, he's he's been a he seems to have brought a a good, good breath player. of fresh air. Good player, he is. He's he's a fantastic player. And I think. Did he put the kick in for the first try? I think so. Because that was that was lovely. That well, little banana kick, and they've set themselves up nicely now for a magic weekend. Real four-pointer against Wakefield. They have indeed, um, and they've kept themselves in with a in with a shout at the bottom because the RFL have announced this week that there's no structure changes for next season. Okay, so it is going to be bottom down, top up. Right. Okay. Um, so they have given themselves, you know, they've, they've given themselves a chance. I mean, they're only four points behind Wakefield uh, and six points behind Warrington. Yes. They are indeed, and they're looking. <laughs> for me, you've just you've just mentioned it. It all relies around this July for them. Well, by by the time Sunday night comes, we you know possibly it could be two and four that difference. Yeah, it could, and I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they might even play Wakefield in that July, as well as Magic. As well as Magic, I could be wrong, but. I'm just. We'll have a look. We'll have a look. Yeah, we'll have a. I'll, I'll have a look and see what I can find. Well, yeah, but again, they've 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 done well. Uh, you know, they're looking at they're looking a lot better. So, you know, well well done. Yes. Well done to them. Yeah, they are. Uh, staying in the south of France. Well, before we do that. Oh, sorry. Go on. You've got some more. I've got no. I've got the fixtures. All oh, right. Okay. 
So Toulouse play Wakefield. Uh, then they play Leeds at home, Salford at home, Hull at home, Woolcare away, Warrington away. Okay. Wakefield play Toulouse at Magic, Woolcare away, Saints at home, Castleford away, Catalans at home, Wigan at home. Mm. Warrington play Catalans at Magic, Castleford away, Woolcare at home, Huddersfield away, Wigan away, Toulouse at home. So some, it's all to play for. Some big crunch fixtures there. A thank you to the tri line for that, courtesy of the tri line in the next uh, in, in the next six fixtures. So yeah, um there are some crunch fixtures. Right, do you want to stay in the south of France then? Well we might as well since we're we're already over there. With I kinda of wanna say a surprise, but maybe not so much. Catalan's twenty, St Helens eighteen. Both teams missing players. Yes. Um, I've said it before, I think, and he was in my, when we did our team of the half season, I was the only one that picked Josh Drinkwater. Yes, you did. And again, he's come back, and I think, again, was the pivotal difference in this game. Yeah. Backing up, scoring, kicking. Uh, I, I just think he's a really underrated player. Yeah, he, he he definitely is. He, he he's not he's not a name. No, you you mentioned about Corey Parker. You mentioned about we've mentioned in the in the pod already. We've mentioned about Luke Gale. We've mentioned about Jake Truman. Uh, we've we've mentioned Mitchell Pierce in in the past. You know, we've mentioned all these names, these halfbacks and things. We don't really talk about Josh Drinkwater. No, we don't do it. Nobody does. No, I I agree. Nobody and does. I think he was. Very, very good on Saturday against uh, Saints. He was probably very pivotal in their in their fight back, not only once but twice. I think for any team, if you're a supporter of any team, and it came out this week that your your team had signed Josh Drinkwater for the next three years, I think you'd be going, "That's brilliant!" Yeah, wow, I Where? really do. I really rate him that highly. Where was he before Catalans? Do you remember? Uh, no. Fancy asking me that now. I'm just talking about him. Sorry. I'm not sure. We'll look like we're not winning it in a minute, but uh, I'm not quite sure. Was it Knights? No? No, no. I don't think he came from the NRL. I think he came from somewhere in Super League. Oh, did he? That's why I was wondering. Oh, right. Okay. I'm sure he was somewhere and they gave him up. Right. Okay. Anyway, on to the game. Uh, missed goal kicks cost Saints. Yes. Well, uh, first first couple were missed and then uh, Makinson seemed to go off of an injury, didn't he? So... The kicking duties fell to that of Ben Davis, who probably hasn't kicked a goal all season, to be fair to the lad. So, probably a bit more forgivable in that sense. But Sorry, I've just realised. Josh, yeah. Josh Drinkwater came from Hull KR, didn't he? Of course he did. Of course it was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, I've just realised now. He played for Lee for a while as well, I think. And, uh, did he really? Yeah, I think so. But he, he definitely came from Hull KR, didn't he? I think so, yes, yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah, so, anyway, I think, I think that's right, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, uh, goal kicking... Yeah, um, like you said, just cost him in the end, didn't it? The the Makinson make didn't get any while he was on, and then once he goes off, it's even it's even harder. It's yeah, it's even harder to to get to that point then. Yeah. And I think as well, I mean, great defense at the end. There was either a match winning try at the end, or a ma- or a match winning tackle. Yeah, and the tackle won. Um, 
when I've looked at it back, I think I'm thinking, and I'm not really blaming him. It's uh, it, you know he's a better player than I could ever be. So Siona Matautia, yeah, um, steps back in, gives it Grace, and then Grace. But I thought you give Grace too much to do. I thought if he'd have took another couple of steps and then face it, rugby league, draw the man, give it, I think Grace would have been in. Okay. And I think he goes back in and gives it and gives, I can't remember who made the tackle, but whoever made, whoever it, it was that made the tackle. Was that Romano? He's called right, Arthur, yeah. Arthur yeah. Romano. And he, he had time to get across. Yeah. Um, I think if he, if he takes another couple of steps and then gives it Grace, Grace is in. But that's, that's if that's Mark Percival, yeah, I think Saints score. Yeah, I I agree. I, I I agree. But credit credit to Romano for actually, you know, for getting across and stopping him from putting the ball down. Yeah, definitely. I actually thought in this game there was two fantastic tries on show. And it wasn't a solo effort, it was a great team effort. And the first one was Makinson's. Hands in, hands out, and then he he, he walks in. Yeah, that's right. And then the the Dean uh, Vare one for Catalan pretty yeah. much similar hands in hands out I thought it was brilliant yeah, from both good, of them there were some good performances all over in this game we mentioned Drinkwater I thought Wellsby was excellent for Saints on the other side yes and he had a he had a little pinch didn't he, he did. off probably one of the biggest men on the field he wasn't he wasn't happy was he Cassiano he was not he was more bothered to chase back the referee to tell he him was. what he'd done than he was chasing Wellsby snitch <laughs> <laughs> little squealer <Yeah. laughs> If you want to come on, Sam, you're welcome, Squealer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, yeah, but it was a, a good game, and it keeps the top of the table um, more than alive. It definitely does, and particularly with Saints having the derby this week at Magic Weekend against it, Wigan. It does. He sets up another good Magic Weekend fixture. Uh, this week just seemed to be the the curse of the seven wins, didn't it? Huddersfield were on track for seven, as were Saints, and neither of them got them. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, have we got... Oh, we've got one more, have we? Two more. Oh, two more. Sorry. Two more where, games. Where are you going now? Let's go with Wakefield 22, Wigan 46. Yeah. Um, Bevan French, the outstanding performer in this game. Yeah. I thought it was excellent. Um don't think they've announced a new contract because there was rumours of him going a couple of weeks ago, wasn't there? There was, uh, yeah. They've actually, yeah. Uh, there's there's rumours that he was going to Hull oh, FC. Yeah. Um. There's even rumours now. I think Lee have joined the race for him. Right. Can't see that happening. No, I can't. But apparently they're offering him big money to to stay, and obviously providing. I think it's more providing if they yeah. come up. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, and he he had a he had a lovely little solo try, didn't he? Little little dancing feet on Bevan French. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't make his mind up and still found his way to the try line. Um did was this Mason Lino's audition? For next year to go yeah. to, to Wigan. Yeah. Cause he played well. He did. He Set did. A couple of tries going and yeah, you know, he did indeed. Yeah, was, he, it, was it his audition? Probably one of his better performances in more recent weeks, wasn't it? Mm. Um, he had a he had a good few kicks in play as well, and yeah, I think he tried to control what Wakefield did. So yeah, yeah very possibly that 
kind of look at me. Mm. Um, Wigan in the end having too much strength and power and pace. Yeah, and yet I thought once again it was very simplistic from Wigan, just hands into space, crashing over or running it in or there wasn't, apart from maybe French's solo there wasn't a lot to really rave about from the, the tries they scored was there no it's funny though because uh, Margot scored one didn't he, he yes he did one from yes. crashed over from there and I, I watched the highlights and the commentators said to Margot and in he went and I thought well you say to Mago <laughs> I say to Margot <laughs> that was what struck me when I saw it Anyway, that was brilliant. Should we move on? Yes, please. Is there anything else on that game or should we move on? I just thought it was quite routine to be honest. But Wakefield, now they've let no nearly, you know, pretty much 120 foot and 120 points in two games. It's not ideal. No. Going into uh, a key game at Magic Weekend, is it? It's not. But against two, well, yeah, this week, especially. I was going to say this week, especially a bit more of a stronger opponent, but. Well, yeah. Difficult times. Mm. Well, we're talking about Salford because they rattled another 32 this week, taking their total to over 100 points in two games. They did. Uh, Warrington 24, Salford 32. Warrington are bad, aren't they? Warrington are really, really bad. Okay, so you say that after 53 minutes, they're 24-8 up. So for fifty eight for fifty three minutes they've not done badly, have they? <laughs> Daryl Powell said they can't hold teams. Isn't that your job? Yeah. Isn't your job to go out there and get the win and hold teams? Yeah. So the man makes no sense. He baffles me more and more every week. It's, it reminds me a little bit of the... Do you remember, uh, remember when Adrian Lamb was at Wigan? And he was like, well, we train well. Yeah. Yeah, but it comes to Friday night, mate, and you keep getting hammered. I don't know what's, I don't know what's worse this season. Daryl Powell's comments or Willie Poaching saying he thought he was poor last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comment of the week, yeah. I just... I mean... Look, you can say the fifty the, the fifty three minutes thing all you want, but the first try, the first try from Salford, I've got a note of that. The Reese Williams try, that's the put, that's the kick from Sneed, isn't it? Yeah, Sneed puts the kick up. All the Warrington players have got their hands in the pockets, singing a merry tune, going, "Oh look, there's a ball in the air." <laughs> Reese Williams just goes, "Cheers, right, lads!" Cheers, lads! <laughs> no one laid a finger on it. We just watched him do it. It was like you know, like. It, it it was like sort of like um, uh, it reminded me of like old, like old football in the thirties. Somebody had scored, and I go, <laughs> "Bravo!" I honestly thought some of the players thought they'd left the oven on at home. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not even the lights on upstairs. That's for well, sure. Yeah, that is for sure. But uh, yeah, um, but the twenty the twenty four eight up. Good try from Josh Thulis, by the way. A little kick through, and and that was that was really inventive. Well, yes, done. yeah, that was really good. And again, just absolutely collapsed in the last twenty five minutes of the game. It it happens every week to Warrington. Well, it happens it? too often, doesn't it? For him? yeah, it happens too often. And 
But I, I, I don't think there was... I might have maybe got my, my memories mixed up, but even so, I don't think there was any particular Salford try, mm. again, that just no, wowed right. me. I want, there, was, they were soft. I want a one-word answer because we're, we're going to discuss this in a little while on the coaching front. But okay. team-wise, playing-wise, mm-hmm. etc., who's in a worse position? I don't mean league table. Who's who's in free fall? Who's who's looking? Ble- who's outcome? Whose outlook? Sorry, is looking bleakest at the minute. Warrington, Hull FC, Hull KR. Hull FC. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a little while with the coaching from. Yeah, I think that wraps us up on the review. It does indeed. It's Bobby's stats of the week. It is. It's that time, and obviously, he's here. Hello. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. Still feel like I have to say it. Ah, uh, definitely. Definitely. Um, stats of the week. How many have we got this week? Five. Okay, let's go. Okay, stat number one. This weekend saw the first time that the New Zealand Warriors have kept their opponents trialless at Mount Smart in 56 games. The last time was a 42 0 win. Sorry, Andy. Over the Titans <laughs> in round twenty-five of two thousand and fourteen. Okay. Now, as a fifty-six games sounds like a short period of time, but no. they they haven't been home for two years. They're not played at home, have they? No, for about two and a half years. So this was their homecoming game. Yeah, exactly. No, they've. Uh... No, I won't say it. No. no. <laughs> okay. Well, sticking with the Titans. I was going to say they'd Richie Myland it for the last couple of years, but... <laughs> Not been home for two and a half years. Played away for the last two and a half years. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Sticking with the Titans. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the best of outcomes for them this week. Again. As they saw themselves lose 38-12 to the Newcastle Knights. However, the last time that an NRL team conceded five-plus tries by a player... And conceded eight tries from the wingers in the same game. Mm. That team went on to make the grand final. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was last year when the bunnies got hammered off the storm. Right. That isn't happening this year, let me tell you that with the Titans. Could be tactics. Yeah, I think I think Justin Oldbrook is on right on the verge of... Uh, yeah, he's, he's on a bit of red alert, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he could end up back in Super League, by the way, I think. But he could. Anyway. Could indeed. Okay. Uh, I think he might have to, to be quite honest. Yeah. Anyway, go on, number three. Uh, Number three, uh, Edric Lee has become the first Newcastle player to score the five tries in a single game. He breaks the record of four tries from numerous players through the last few years. However, it started back in the year 2000 when Darren Albert scored four tries for the Newcastle Knights and no one's... Done it, then. done it since, but Edric Lee's done it. When they decided to let's all meet up in the year 2000. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, imagine how many he'd get if they were playing Hull. <laughs> he's, only, he's only done what Ash Hanley's done. That's why we have it right. Well, yeah, true. Right. Okay. Remember Darren Albert, though? Ah, oh, what a player. 
What a player. How quick was he? He was quick. Like an Olympic sprinter, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Blink and it blinked and he was gone. Gone, yeah. It, I think he'd have been playing fullback these days, Darren Albert. Do you think? I think so, yeah. I think he, yeah. Anyway, he's gone. Uh, number four, uh, Tony Martin. Remember him? The, the official? Yeah, the, uh, the line judge. Yeah. yeah. He is set to become the oldest official of a rugby league game this weekend okay. when he takes charge of Saddleworth Rangers. Well, he's from that area. He's from Oldham. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's uh, he's a lo- he's, he's an Oldham lad, so yeah. Well, he's he's in the middle of the game for for Saddleworth this week, and he, ref- he used to referee a few when Callum was a junior playing for different for Saddleworth mm. Rangers. He used to referee a few of his games. Did he really? Mm. Yeah, because that was Callum's junior club, wasn't it? Saddleworth Rangers. It was indeed. And yours? Yes, it was mine. And yours. And then uh, uh, Tony Martin would would uh, official uh, officiate a few of his games there. Mm. Well, after, after running the line on Super League at week uh, on a Saturday, Friday, Saturday. He'd referee the junior uh, junior game on a Sunday. Very good. Yeah. So, well done, Tony. Top man. Very good. And my... He should write a book. I think it'd be a very interesting read. I think he'd have some real good stories, I think. Yeah? Yeah. And my last stat of the week is Wigan have only lost two games at Magic Weekend since they first started in 2008. Really, they've lost two. They've they've lost two, drawn two, and won the rest. Uh, the first two losses, coincidentally, came at the first two Magic Weekends in two thousand and seven and two thousand and eight. Both of them came at the hands of Saint Helens, who they now play this weekend. That's a really that's a really good record. That. Mm. It That's is a really good record. It is. So, yeah, two losses, both to St. Ellen's, both in the first two Magic Weekends, and haven't lost at one since. Mm. That doesn't look good for Saints, does it, a weekend? It doesn't. No. But it sets up an absolute cracker of a fixture. It does. And that is the is stats it? of the week. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. You're right there with them buttons, yeah? Yeah, we're all good, yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> it was just sort of like a pregnant pause, you know what I mean? It was like, anyway. Yeah. Right, uh, bits of news. We do. Uh, we a have... little bit of news and a little bit of discussion. Um, Regan Grace, this week, has signed for a Racing... I don't know what 92 is in French, I'll be honest. I tried to do it in French then, didn't I? But uh, racing '92, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so he signed and gone to French Rugby Union. He has, I think, probably the worst kept secret in Super League. That one, as a transfer. Yeah. When he, I think, when he only signed a one-year contract. Well, I last think year, the writings on the wall, and and pretty much the offered when we had him on the pod last week, pretty much said the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think I think uh, Saints were probably forced to kind of announce it this week because the, the French media got a hold of it, didn't they? I think Preferly Wally was probably over there in Catalan. Yeah. Um, and they started to report that he'd signed. So I think Saints had no option really to, to to release it. I understand when players go to the NRL, I understand they want to test themselves at that level. It's disappointing, but I get it. Yep. 
find it even more disappointing when we lose players to rugby union. Although with Grace, he did come from rugby union, and there's probably that desire to to play it once again. It's yeah. probably a little bit different, but I do I do feel I always feel a bit sort of really, uh, I feel a bit gutty when we, when we lose any any player to rugby union. I totally get what you mean. Uh, he's he's obviously a Welsh lad as well, isn't he? So I think um, rugby union in in Wales is a is a lot more popular than than the rugby league. So um, yeah, he did come from union, as you said. So, but good luck to him. I think he'd be welcome back in in rugby league any time. Mm. And who knows, we might see him grace the field once again. Very good. I see what he did there. Um, it, it might leave Saints on the lookout for a new winger for next year. Yes, definitely. Um, probably some good options to be to be looking at. We mentioned a few a few weeks ago, didn't we? You've got the likes of do you take the the chance on maybe the eighteen year old Jason Gary Gary, or do you maybe even try and tempt someone like Joe Burgess, who's showing some real form at Salford? Mm. I don't know when his contract's up. I don't know if if there's any lean way into that but no it'll be interesting to see uh, that uh, who they get in yes and sticking with the sort of this the sort of saints thing and the the game on on saturday uh dylan narper has been handed a grade d for his shoulder charge to ben davis didn't he get sent off at St. Helens in the first game of the season. For a shoulder charge <laughs> to the head. <laughs> but Fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the, the thing is, and, and this is where rugby league, the RFL, the referees all come under fire. They all shoot themselves in the foot. And two weeks now, you've seen Saints on Sky, in front of the cameras, you've seen people will watch that game whether they support the team or not. What is the difference between last week, Tetevano shoulder charging somebody to the head and being sent off, and Dylan Narper shoulder charging someone to the head but only being simbined? The great, the, the, they both got a great day, so by all accounts, they should both get five games if that's the way you're going to treat it. Mm. But how is one allowed to come back onto the field where the other isn't? I think I'd rather see a system where the the video ref is allowed to look at that yeah, and make a decision, perhaps. Yeah. Um, because I always find that a bit controversial if you're sat in the ground somewhere and you're watching the games you sometimes see it where they're not supposed to look at the screen but then you know they are doing and then they'll make a decision after they've looked at the screen yeah so there's no difference you might as well make that as part of the uh, part of the discussion I agree yeah and then Matt in the same game Matty Leeds has got a one game ban for a shoulder charge with direct contact was that the same game or was that Yes, it, he, was, yeah. he, he, it might yeah, least it was, has been yeah. has been. Well, that's a shoulder charge to the head. Yeah. Now, now the player's fallen into him, and there's no intent. Mm. But they're trying to stamp out everything contact with the head. Yeah. And he's fell into him, and it, that's why they've. I've, I read today that's why they've graded it careless rather than reckless. Okay. 
because there's no intent there. But his shoulder has made contact with the... Not whether he can get out of it, I'm not, I'm not sure. But again, it's contact with the head. Yeah. So. It's just, it just baffles me. It, it, I just don't understand how Napa was allowed to return. And I think, I think if you're a Leeds fan, whether there's four minutes left in that game or 40 minutes left in that game, yeah, you still, you've still seen your player being further punished yeah. for practically the same tackle. Yeah. Jordan would have been fuming who does our predictions and comes on sometimes. Wouldn't he? he would have been. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, Jordan would have claimed it had been a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> 40 points down. It's four minutes to go. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jordan. You're not the way, yeah? No. <laughs> That's because he predicted a draw last time he was on. Yeah, that is true. Still not, you're still not happy about that, are you? Although that happened again. Well, we'll see if it happens again because I think somebody else did it the, the last week, didn't they? Uh, did it Roy? Was it Phil else? Rogers. It was Phil. It was Phil, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he predicted a draw for his own game, Salford and Wakefield. That's right. That see, was. I get that though. Phil's a bit, you know, he's a bit, he was, you know, I can see that. That yeah. oh, I'm a bit nervous about this one, and you know, I, I do get that. Didn't quite go well. Jordan well, predicted it to try and get extra bonus points, and I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Well, did it go well for him? Or no, did but he's he... had the worst scores that we've ever had in the pod on the on Bry's Prediction League. I meant Phil. Uh, no. do, you think, do you think Phil's that bothered about going for a draw and seeing his team win by 70-odd points? No, absolutely not, no. <laughs> I think he'd do it again next week. <laughs> Predicting draws every week, isn't he? I think so. <laughs> he does need to start taking it more serious. Yeah. I think that's the point, Phil. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, any more news? Uh, yes. Uh Tony Smith has been stood down by Hulkingston Rovers. Yeah, what an interesting turn of phrase that is. Stood down. Yeah. Not been sacked. Not been released. By mutual, he's stood down. Mm. Which basically means, I think, he, 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 tell, he said he was leaving at the end of the season anyway. Which I always think in any sport, of any team sport or anything, I always think it's a mistake because I think the team stopped playing then. I've seen yeah. it in football. I've seen it. I've seen it several times. United did it once when when Alex Ferguson said he was leaving and changed his mind. Yeah, and it, but I think stood down is what I would understand to be gardening leave. Whereas I think they'll still be paying his contract till the end of the season. Okay, and he'll be stood down. But you're not coming back in work, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, Danny Maguire is. It will be taking over for the rest of the season. Might give them a bit of impetus. <clears throat> I think that because I think they've they've lost the way somewhat and. Um, I think I, th- I think it definitely is in, in part to yeah the decision to to announce the decision to stand down. Wasn't uh, wasn't you stood down in your footballing career? No, no, no. I left. Oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> by choice, uh, mutual consent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stick with mutual consent. After I'd won the club, the only trophy they'd won in thirty years. And still to this and day. And still to this day. That was 2006. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, Sorry, go on. Um, well, we mentioned before around Hull, Hull KR, Warrington, etc. So mm. Hull KR have now dispensed with the coach, stood him down. Yes. Who's under most pressure there out of the, out of the two remaining ones? Daryl Powell or Brett Hodgson? I'm going to stick with Brett Hodgson. I think that the thing is, is, is Powell is going to get away with it being his first season. 
I think if you're at Warrington, as Hodgson did last year, yeah, and I think I, I think at Warrington, I think you you're very if if this was if this was Powell's second or third season, he'd be gone. He'd be out the door. See yeah, you later. It's not worked out. Sorry. You know the only trouble is they don't seem to be improving. At least Hull have been in the the playoffs, the top five. They've, you know, but the thing is with Hull is that it happens every year, year after year. And like I've already said, they, they have a good first half and then they just give up and look to next season for it. Mm. And I think I don't think that's changed under Hodgson. In the has he been there two years now? Yeah. So in the two years Hodgson's been there. And whoever was there before Hodgson, I can't remember who it was, uh, apologise. But it was the same every year, year in, year out. And, and you bring if you bring somebody in, you're bringing somebody in to fight for your trophies, your, your, your challenge cups again. Your... Well, that's what Warrington are expecting. Exactly. That's the expectation, isn't it? Well, of course it is. Obviously, I mean, obviously, we all know that they've got the, you know, pretty much the 60-year millstone around the neck of not having won the league. Yeah. But... That's that's the challenge for any coach coming in, really, isn't it? Yeah, but take this year, take this year aside, ignoring ignoring this year. If I said to you at the start of this year, who are your big four? Mm. Who would who would you say your big four are in in the league? You, you, your four teams that you'd probably expect to be up there challenging week in week out, grinding and winning trophies. The way that I thought it would be this year, yeah. Uh, would be Saints, Catalans, yep. Warrington, and either Wigan or Leeds. So, because even though Leeds were were great, I think they did invest. You know, they, they did yeah. pretty well. Okay, so let's let's say you had both. So let's say you had a top five. Yeah. Of those top five, mm. only three of them are doing what you expect them to do. Saints, Catalans, and Wigan. Yeah. Who were who were challenging? Who I didn't think would do as well. Leeds were. Two points off being off the bottom. If it weren't for Toulouse, Leeds would have been bottom for half the season. Mm. Warrington looked like they're going the same way. Mm. They're not in a good way. But once again, I mean, I say once again, Powell's in his first season, so it's forgiven. Yeah, It's, oh, he's trying. And then he makes all these sackings and he gets rid of players. I, I just don't like the nonsense he comes out with after games sometimes. And I think the Warrington fans don't like that either. But he did that. that he did that all the time at Castleford. Yeah. He, I'm not sensing new. a Twitter poll. I agree. Right. So we'll once the pod goes out tonight, then we'll put a we'll put a, that, that question to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Well, some more news sticking to Hull FC. Yeah. Uh, we've just got news before our pod started that they have made a couple of signings on loan for the rest of the season. Yeah. In Ellis Longstaff from Warrington. Yep. Josh Sim from St. Ellen's. Yep. And probably one of the more surprising ones in Jack Walker from Leeds. Been, I think he's been struggling for game time, hasn't he, at Leeds? He has. Yeah, so that's what they'll be looking at there, I think, isn't it? But And again, for them, for Hull, it must, might give them a bit of impetus in... Because, obviously, we've talked about Reynolds and Connor. Yeah. Um, you know, Walker then will go into the full-back slot, I would imagine. Yes. Um, and... Um, it just gives them a bit of impetus, I think. And a, and a lift in the dressing room with new faces, I think. Yeah, definitely. Do you do you think that Walker going to Hull maybe signals Connor is out for longer than the three months? Out out for the 
season or is it just a case of we need someone to fill the three months while not while he's in i think what it's about is about filling that void and i think wanting to to stay in the playoffs yeah i think so, okay it. so that's that's it for news i think isn't it yes it is so excellent and i think uh well it's is it aussie time it is indeed you call that a knife this is a knife that's not a knife, that's a spoon. NRL. So I just do the results, and if you want to jump in with anything, you can. Yes, we can do. Okay. Why not? Sea Eagles 36, Storm 30. Good win for the Sea Eagles. Nearly blew it again, though, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. there was another, if, there was another, if there was another two minutes in that game, I think they'd have, uh, they'd have lost. Yeah. Pappenhausen might have got another try. <laughs> Knights 38, Titans 12. We said before, I think Holbrook's under massive pressure. Definitely. Uh, and there was rumours that he was going to go before the next game. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Mm. Uh, do you know the thing in that, though, the Titans? Mal Meninga something to do with them, like a director of recruitment or football or something like that? Yeah, he's involved somehow at the Titans. And I can't he's remember what his title seems is. to come out and... Like, you never seem to see him in that role or, or come out and say anything, do you? Or, no. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Panthers 26, Roosters 18. They just keep on rolling on, don't they? Yeah. Although, just very quick point on that one. Did you see, by any chance, the, the tackle that the Roosters, I think it was Nat Butcher put in for the, for the Roosters? I didn't, no. I didn't see that game. It was the most ridiculous penalty you could ever have seen in your life. What's your what? What's your one thing you've always taught as a kid when tackling? Go low, face up. Go low. Yeah, it's exactly what he did. Panthers play everyone's in. He's falling on the ground. Yeah, he takes his legs. He takes him down. He goes over his shoulder, and the Panthers player's head hits the floor, and he goes ever so slightly that way, mm-hmm. and the referee give a penalty for tipping. Right. It was honestly. It's, if you haven't seen it. It is ridiculous. I think uh, Robbie Hunter-Paul put it on his Twitter. So if you haven't seen it, go and take a look because it is just a ridiculous penalty. Okay. Uh, Bulldog 6, Sharks 18. Uh, in this week's Gus Watch. Oh, we've got Gus, Gus Watch. Watch. Yeah, he was, as- he was answering questions on Twitter. Oh, okay. okay. Again. Again. I scream Gus. I scream. Well, so he was answering questions on, on Twitter. And somebody asked him about uh, would Saints be like? Oh, Lachlan Coote had said. Uh, Lachlan Coote had said that Saints would uh, be challenging. In, okay. In the NRL. Okay. Um. And then he just went. It's a no from me. Wake up. No chance. Blah blah blah. So I tweet. I tweeted him back. Did you? I did. Because oh. he, he was on answering all these questions. Yeah. Hi, Gus. Where do you think they would end up currently if they touched down in the NRL right now? But roll forward three seasons with a triple cap, triple size cap to match. And is there a different answer? Oh, good question. I think so. Good question. You don't always consider this the size of the salary cap. So, hmm. yeah, good question. Yeah. Uh, Gus's reply? He actually replied? No. 
Oh. <laughs> Bit of my hopes up then. No, he answered all sorts of different questions about beer and things like that, but not, not that one. Uh, I think it would have been uh, probably having to make Super League look good or something. Ah, fair enough. So uh, we didn't we didn't do it. Fair enough. Well, so there you go. I am disappointed. Yeah. Anyway, at least his team lost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys forty, Broncos twenty six, uh, Rabbitohs thirty, Eels twelve. The Eels are a weird team, aren't they? Yeah, they're not very good, are they? they just, but yeah, somehow they're in the top four. Yeah. Warriors 22, Tigers 2, as you mentioned earlier in the stats. Yep. And the Dragons 12, the Raiders 10. You see the end to this game? I didn't. I missed it. You need to. If you, if you haven't seen this, look it on Twitter, right? Or somewhere, because it's unbelievable. So, and it really winds me up, this, about the, the way that we, that we do. Not just in NRL, in, it's rugby league in general. So, Dragons are 12-10 up, mm-hmm. right? And this. They knock on with a minute to go on okay. their own 10. Ooh. And it's it's hammering down. It's wet through everything. Yeah. Right? So they've got a, they've got one set, right? They've got one tackle left and it's 10 seconds to go and they're in front of the post. So on the, on the fifth tackle, on tackle number five, somebody brings him down. Ben Hunt runs about seven yards to then put this outrageous flop on when he's already on the floor. Right. To which there's no penalty given and they give six again. Oh right? no. And as they play the ball, Ben Hunt legs it out and gets a hand to it, right? And they, and then they blow the hooter and they blow the whistle. Oh no. I'm like, surely you're offside and surely that's a flop and they give six again. And I'm sick of seeing teams now just give just roll on and roll on and roll on in the last in the last thirty seconds. To give six again. Couldn't agree more. And if you're a Raiders fan right now, you're spewing at that yeah, if you Make sure you watch it after. I will do. And I'll if you're listening to us, have a look at it because it's everything that's wrong with the last couple of minutes of a rugby league match now, the way it's gone with with, with six again. Right. Not, not Bry, just, just the, the rule. <laughs> just the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, anyway, talking of which... Forward Podcast Prediction League with six again. Yes, talking of six again, we're joined by the man himself. We've got Bry on the line. Bry, how are you, mate? I'm good, Bob. How are you? How um, are the boys? I'm right. good. We're one down again tonight, I'm afraid. Callum's uh, uh, working and then uh, viewing some houses. Or sheds, been, we're not sure. Have you been out this week? Uh, we went to Wimbledon yesterday. I did, as you bumped into Dan Evans again. <laughs> no, Dan Evans was unfortunately sent packing on the first Monday of Wimbledon. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll let him off then. Yeah, so, uh, no, we didn't really, uh, no. Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> right, uh, Bright, where are we up to with the league? It was a big, a big week last week. It was a big week. We had uh, one mover and shaker, but we had a big week. Um, we had three spot-ons, if I'm right, Ooh, if I remember rightly. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I did. Um, one for uh, the insiders, Tom Halliwell. One for Lancashire, um, Johnny Ashey. 
Um, and yeah, oh no, it was just the two, I think. I think I've marked it down wrong, yeah. It was two, not three. Apologies. That's not, um, good. That's, that's not good for the stats, do you? No. No, it isn't, Bobby. I'll go to the league, so still top. Um, with a 37-point gap, are the insiders um, second? Yourself, Andy? Okie dokie. Um, with a five-point gap, it's the third in Callum. Ooh, that's open. One-point gap to me. Mm-hmm. Then there's a 40-point gap to the stats team. <laughs> Sorry for the giggle. Um, no, you're not. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> 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 And then, because of Johnny's um, spot on, and is uh, and having the best week of all this week, um, Lang should have gone back above Yorkshire. But there's a 15 point gap to the stats team to Lancashire, and then there's only a two point gap to Yorkshire. Wooden spoon. Who are bottom? Just as interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it is now the stats team, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I do this, pod me. Yeah. Well, to be honest, we've had a lot of messages saying the same thing. So. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. It's Thank you. Right. Thank yeah. you very much for that. It's okay. I'm just saying what, what the listeners say. Right. Uh, okay. Who are our protagonists this week, Brian? Um, yourself, Andy. Yeah, we're bringing out the big, um, we're bringing out the big guns, aren't we? I don't mean we me, are, I just we mean are. just generally. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah, we have. Because we've got yourself. Uh, we've got Callum. After Bobby's whinging last week, and I'm actually getting more points again on his... Uh, playing for fun, I thought we'd give him a go, even though he wins because he didn't like it. it was a hard week. Um, for Yorkshire, we've got our cast fan Alison back. Okay, welcome, Alison. And Lancashire, we have our sofa fan Louise back. Yep, yeah. hello, Louise. And for the insiders, we have um, Keithley player still playing, former Hull KR, among yeah. other teams, Scott Middell. Welcome to Scott. And then there's me. You're not doing the clap again. I don't, have, I don't have the tr- I'm not, I don't have not the, having that again. I don't yeah. have the trombone sound anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Right, let's see if uh, let's see if Scott can uh, extend the insiders' lead. Be interesting to see. Yep, yeah, we're ready. Right before the start, I normally say the games and the times, and then whether they're on telly. I'm going to start straight up. It's magic, as we all know. So they're all on Sky. Okay. Saturday's games are on Sky Sports Mix. And Sunday's games are on Sky Sports Action. Hmm. Again, so first again, up... Just put them on one channel. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think there's... I forget. I, I know, actually I know, forget what they've the got It's not the biggest on. deal in the world, is it? But... Why not say Magic Weekend, Rugby League, all this weekend on Sky Arena or whatever it is? Yeah, I, I think mean? I think it, you should all. It sounds like I think the mix. If I'm if if I'm right, um, you can get um, on free free view telly. I think sometimes right like sports mix or it's free. Right. It's not not on free view. It like if you don't have the sports package, Sky Sports Mix is free. Right. I think. Okay. Um, so having half of them on is okay. So yeah, it's, we've okay. had more eyes on, but surely put them all on. Exactly. You can have yeah. a weekend of it. Absolutely. Um, but first up, very hard week this week, boys. Mm. Wakefield feet to lose Saturday, 2.30pm. Well, we've already mentioned this in our 
uh, review and, and upcoming. What a big game this is is turning out to be a real four pointer and it, it honestly for me it, it could go either way. Um I still feel Toulouse need to improve away from home. They can't just rely on home fixtures. However, I think Wakefield's defence will still be tested. I've been very critical of Wakefield's defence over the last few weeks. But I think they offer a little bit more in attack Wakefield and I think that's why they're going to edge it. And I have gone for Wakefield by four. Mm, Interesting. I've gone the other way. Uh, I've gone uh, to lose... Just think they're in better form. Wakefield have got a lot of points in the last couple of games. So I've gone to lose by six. Callum has gone to lose by eight. Okay. Well, I've gone to lose by eight. Okay. I think that they've played there before, haven't they? In a, a one magic weekend. Yeah. And yeah. I think that might help them. I don't, you know, like a crowd thing. I think it might help them. Yeah. Um, and then... We have Alison for Yorkshire, Wakefield by six. Louise for Lancashire, Wakefield by four. And Scott for the insiders, Wakefield by two. So it really is just a toss of a coin. It is. And everyone, I mean, the biggest the biggest gap there is eight we've had, isn't it? Prediction. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Next game, Brian. Straight after St. Helens v. Wigan, quarter mm. five kickoff. Can't see this one being much of a, a gap in predictions either on the whole. Um, again, Saints have had a couple of injuries, been struggling, Wigan in good form. Saints could have done with winning against Catalans last week mm. because they could have that. And and if think if Wigan win, then it's all square at the top of the table. Um, so I'm I'm going to go Saints just to edge it. And again, that's one of those that I'm not quite sure why at the minute, but I'm going to go Saints by six. Okay. I think Saints will still be stinging from that that mm, Challenge definitely. Cup semi final. Maybe more in how they played the first half than as well as how it finished, of course. But I still think they'll still feel that pinch. And I think it was yourself, Bri, that last last week that said uh, Saints would try and win this next three games and try and close out the league. Now, mm. obviously, they didn't do that at Catalans on Saturday, which I think makes this game even more important. And I think they will try to close it out and make that a four-point gap again. They could do with Tommy making some play, and with the, he's got a tight hamstring, I believe he came off with last. Yes, game. that's going to be. I think that'll be key. Yeah, and they rested a couple of players in the likes of Conrad Hurrell as well. So I'd expect him to return. So going on what I've just said, and Saints trying to close that out, I'm going to go with Saint Helens by eight. And Callum, Saints by four. We have a mixed bag. Alison for Yorkshire, St. Helens by two. Louise for Lancashire, Wigan by one. Scott for the Insiders, Wigan by six. And myself, again, it's a toss of a coin. But I agree in some aspects with you, Bobby. I think it is the semi-final pain that'll get St. by eight. And it weren't me who said it, Bobby. (laughs) It was... I don't know who it was, actually, but it weren't me. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's, uh, again, another close one for everybody. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it, it both. If you if you look at it, um, both both actual both predictions for both them first two games, the swing either way is exactly the same. Um, the highest yeah. for to lose is eight. The highest for Saints is eight, mm. and the highest for Wakefield six, and the highest for Wigan six. I think a lot of these games at Magic had the potential to be the closest Magic weekend. I think this, mm. you know, overall. You know. Which then gives it potential to be the best magic going, mm, really. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Last game on Saturday, Castleford for Leeds, 7 o'clock. This is a tough one. Again, it's it's a it's a derby. Um, Leeds looked better last week, but they also looked better against Warrington a few weeks ago and then fell to a couple of defeats. Castleford having... No Paul McShane due to a, a ban. Will be quite interesting to see how they go without him. But I feel like Truman and, and Richardson, as we've already discussed, are firing on all cylinders. And I can see Castleford still just being a little bit out of reach and a bit too strong for for Leeds. And I've gone Castleford by 12. And Callum has gone Castleford by 10. Okay. Uh, I've gone the other way. I think Leeds, had, I know they were playing Hull. They were struggling. Uh, but I had... Um, they had, again, breathing hope into Leeds' season. So I, I've gone the other way. I've gone Leeds by 10 to build on that from last week. And 5,300 people left in the ground after the other two games. <laughs> <laughs> Even an attendance figure. I love yeah. it. What a prediction. Nice. We have a mixed bag, boys. Uh, Alison, Cass fan for Yorkshire. Cass by seven. Nice one. Danny, says, Danny, Danny Richardson drop goal. Well, she actually says either team to do a drop goal in the first half okay. and then they'll go either guess. Um, Louise for Lancashire, cash by 10. Scott for the insiders, leads by 12. And I'm in the exact same thought process as yourself, Andy, because I've gone leads by 10. Okay. And that's just on the case of no McShane. As much as Cash played well last week, I think he holds the key, even though he was only a sub last week. Yeah. Do you know what? I love I love the thought that everyone puts into it. Yeah. I love the thought. They're like, well, it's going to be a drop goal in the first half. Well, I'm going to go, you know, uh, Saints by one or whatever, because I think that's going to be... And at the end of it, we're all rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the thought that people put in. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's great to see. All right. That's the, that's the first time Andy's actually put me in the same playing field as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Sunday, one o'clock, Huddersfield v Salford. Okay. Ian Watson Derby. Yes. Less than 5,300 people in the ground for this one. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, no offence to either team uh, because uh, they both deserve way, way more than they get. Than they get, I've fully believed that. I've always said that, particularly around Huddersfield and Salford are uh, uh, really, you know, traditional rugby league heartland. So uh, you know, it, it does upset me when they don't get as many fans as I think they should. Um, but uh, I think Huddersfield want to want to bounce back from. Um, from that defeat against Castleford. And I'm going Huddersfield by 12. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said there. Huddersfield uh, will look to to get back onto winning ways. Um, Salford did play well, but I think 
as I've said all season, that top four is just a little bit too strong. And I've gone Huddersfield by 16. And Callum has gone Huddersfield by 14. Alison for Yorkshire. Huddersfield by 12. Scott for the Insiders. Huddersfield by 24. Myself. Huddersfield by 10. Okay. Louise, Lancashire, our Salford fan, who usually goes for Salford by two. Yeah. As this week gone, Salford by eight. Mm. Bit more confidence after the last couple of weeks. Louise is getting all cocky, isn't she now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a captain stat this week about Salford. Go on. They've got the th- joint third highest um, points scored really? in the league. Yeah. And you, you, so it's clearly the defence which is letting them down. Mm. Do you know how many teams have got a plus points difference? I think it's about four. Four? Is that it? Yeah. I think. It is four. Wow. It, it is four. four. It is. I meant to mention it before and I forgot. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Anyway. Um... Next up, Catalan v Warrington. Quarter past three on Sunday. <laughs> I've said it all season. I can't see... Anything changing as far as Warrington are concerned? They're they're, they're just rubbish. Don't think they offer anything in these next coming in these next few weeks. I could could end up coming back myself back here, but the reason I'm I'm going so high as well on this one isn't just because of the Warrington um, factor, but I noticed last week that uh, bef- when Catalans beat St Helens before Wigan played on the Sunday, Catalans went above them into second place. Now, one of two things could happen here, depending on the other fixture. If, if Wigan beat Saints, they go joint points, and if Catalans win, they'll go two points behind them both. Or Saints beat Wigan, and Catalans have a chance to jump into second place. Okay. So for that reason, I feel like Catalans will just come out and try to blitz Warrington. So I'm going to go Catalan by 18. Okay. Callum has gone Catalan by 16. And I've gone two points less than that. I've gone Catalan by 14 because I think uh, that uh, they'll want to consolidate the win over Saints and back yeah. that up. And we've got a clean sweep. Alison mm. for Yorkshire, Catalan by 18. Louise for Lancashire, Catalan by 18. Myself, I've gone the same as you, Andy, Catalan by 14. And Scott for the Insiders, Catalan by 26. Mm. That wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. No, it wouldn't me. But anyway, I've got a question for you before okay. we move on. Yeah. If what what would be the what would you be thinking if you were a Warrington fan if to lose win and then you get beat by Casford? What would you be thinking either going home or after watching that game? Well, we actually we actually uh, we actually mentioned that not that far ahead, not two weeks in advance, but the. This one that the potentially the gap could be two points and four points after this after Sunday night at the bottom, and if you're a Warrington fan, I'm thinking we're well and truly in the mire here. Mm. Wire in the mire. Wire in do the you mire. Think it's, do you mire. think it's got to be a, a a plunge into the transfer market if they can? Yeah, and I think they will. Well, they've made some. Well, they, they've got to preserve. I mean, the signings that they've made already. For next year and things like that, and where they're looking at, and the size of the club, 
they've got to do everything to preserve the Super League status, haven't they? Yeah. Well, they're, they're making some big exits, aren't they? So they've got to have some sort of plan to either recruit now or next season, as you've said. So, but yeah, I think if, like you say, Bry, if Toulouse do win that game, not only are Wakefield in trouble, but Warrington aren't looking pretty either. So I say, why are in the mire? Because they're dire. Hey, he's got right. It's rhymes. a newspaper headline, that, isn't it? <laughs> he's a poet and he didn't know it. <laughs> uh, you've, already wrote, you've already wrote the headline for Monday morning, potentially. I think so, yeah. Uh, Last but not least, yep. the whole derby. Minus Tony Smith. Yeah. 5.30, Sunday. Well, I think this. I think that'll make a massive difference. Mm-hmm. I think that will give the dress... I think they've been dragged down by the, the whole saga about leaving next season, etc., etc., and I, I know that Hull have just signed three players. I don't know whether they are... Well, I'm, I'm assuming they'll be in contention for, for Sunday's game. They're all in the squad, yes, yeah. supposedly. Um, but, and that that levels it out with what I was going to say, that I think that, that, that Hull KR will get a massive boost off that. Uh, the Danny Maguire factor, I think they'll... I think I think he'll like, you know, look to... Uh, Really make it really make a difference and and, and make people smile, etc. That sort of thing, you know, uh, mm. with the team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go Rovers. I'm gonna go Hull KR by ten. Yeah, some some good points you've made there, Andy. In in that, I think as well to add to that, I'm pretty sure Hull KR did not have Lachlan Coote in the south of France for Toulouse for the Toulouse game. So I think you'd. We probably expected him to come back in, and I think he's that 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 edge, that talisman, yeah, yeah for for Hulk KR. And I don't see how you can have an attack-minded coach like Danny Maguire, mm. uh, who's Super League's greatest try scorer, and probably not come away with with this win in the state that Hull are in. So okay. I've gone Hulk KR by eight, and Callum has gone Hulk KR by six. Allison for Yorkshire, Hull FC by four. Louise for Lancashire, Hull KR by six. Myself, Hull KR by 12. Scott Morell, former Hull KR player, Hull KR by 24. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, I will say for Scott, he's actually sent me the actual score. He did. For I, every I, I game. noticed that, that you sent me. Yeah, brilliant. And th- that's fantastic. I, and you know what? I'd love one of them to be spot on. <laughs> I know that so far ahead, but I'd have to reel them in, but I'd really like one of these to be... Yeah, but there's no bonus points, Brian. They're already in front. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I yeah. know that. Don't forget Well, that, I'll yeah. tell you what. You you tell Scott to his face that there's no bonus um, <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. no, what, no your, this is your job, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll ask Callum next week. Yeah. So if it does, we'll see where, we'll see where, he sit, where, where Scott Minnell sits between Amy Arcastle and Chris Sartai. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And talking of which, you had a you had a contact this week where you invited another uh, ex Super League player, didn't you, to to have a go at predictions? Which is your challenge to get him on, isn't it? And who was that, Bry? I can't remember. Rangi Chase. Rangi, I challenged him, didn't I? You did, and he won't have any of it. I've asked him a couple of times. Well, that's your that's your that's your challenge, Bry. Is that my challenge? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because it was magic. Um, I was trying to guess someone. Someone really, really from from the in the, from the media industry. 
Yeah. Um, so I've asked that many people. I forgot that I'd done yeah. a challenge, Randy. That's good. Listen, Scott Morell is a fantastic He's dude, fantastic. So thank you, Scott. Yeah. The things he does, you've got to remember, only a couple of seasons ago, he was semi-finalist in Challenge Cup. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. yeah. So thanks thanks for that, Scott. And uh, I'd like to say good luck, Scott, but I'm not going to do. Right. Uh, <laughs> good luck for the rest of the season. They're unbeaten. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, for playing-wise. It's meant for the prediction league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't yeah, don't misunderstand. Right, listen, I've got one question for you because I've not mentioned it. We're really we're running out of time, but I've got one question for you. I'm going to let you two decide this. If it's if it's, I'll have a casting vote otherwise. Okay. The wet paper towel defense of the week. Oh. I've deliberately saved it. Okay. This. Right. Can not, I go first? No, because you've only got two options to pick from. Still my can, game. Can I guess one of them? Right. Yeah. Go on. You can guess one of them. Warrington's first try against Salford. That's the one. Salford's, yeah, so that, right, that's my so that's, right. Okay, that's one. <laughs> the other wet paper towel defence of the world is, is just basically Hull FC from the 54th minute onwards conceding seven tries. Oh, that is tough. So that's your, that, they're your two choices of the week. Right, all day long for me, yeah. as much as a capitulation, I can't even say the word, as much as conceding that many tries. Or capitulation, Brian. That's yeah. the one, yeah, I can't say <laughs> You got to remember, I'm I'm like a quarter Scouse, a quarter Yorkshire. A quarter... I can't say. Some words I can't say anymore. I thought, it, I thought it was going to come out with something like cat pislation or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. why I stopped myself. Yeah, go on. So, so that's your pick. But yeah. Well, I'm going. I'm going the Salford. That, that putting a bomb up like that and six of them standing there watching it. Okay. While Mo, while Mo Salah goes and scores in the corner. Right. Okay. Mo oh, Salah. All right. Bobby, what's your uh, what's your choice? I have to agree. Uh, letting that amount of tries in that space of time is not good by any standard of Super League. Right. But that bomb is horrendous. Okay. They do you want to know why? Do you want to know why I've done it? Because I actually I actually put a tweet out soon after the game on when on Saturday was it? They've all have done it before. Yeah. Wakefield okay. away last season. But was pretty was, much yeah carbon copy, but that was so, that, yeah, but that was bad, wasn't it? That one, yeah, that it, it's it's just a carbon copy. So you've got it. Hodgson come out and said, "Oh, I thought we'd got rid of all our misdemeanors from yeah. last year." Don't we? no, okay. you clearly hadn't because that that was the last game of last season, and okay. they, so that's why. All right, well, we'll call out the winner, and for this week, then in honor of that, uh, we are going to rename the award the Wet Paper Powell <laughs> Award <laughs> of. <laughs> The uh, the week you were hoping we were going to pick that one just for that joke, weren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bobby, yeah. Bobby, that's why he wanted the he, that's why he wanted the cast of vote because he was going to pull for it. Just he's, yeah. when did you like that joke? Did you... <laughs> just now, I've just thought of it now. The wet paper, the wet paper yeah. towel award. Why is it twenty past pad? three? Twenty past three on uh, Sunday afternoon when you see it on <laughs> yeah. the video. <laughs> So there we go. So on that note, I think that just about wraps us up, doesn't it? It does indeed. Right. Mm. Oh, hang on. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Here we go. But if you... Hang on a minute. You can't do it yet because you've got to say bye-bye to everybody first. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, all right. Can we so, have a drum roll? Yeah. I've already got a clap. Right. Do you, want, do you want to lead us out, Bri, with a, you know, with a, you know, if you're watching your rugby league and you can concentrate the buttons then. Okay, go, right. Bri. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching your rugby league, whenever you're watching it this week, have fun. And we'll speak to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.